Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone out there, and welcome to my YouTube channel, Buddhist Biohacker, and it is yet another episode of the Buddhist Biohacker. We're already in the 60s of the amount of episodes we've done this year, which is so crazy to think halfway in, um, and welcome in, and welcome to everybody in the live. Please do not forget you can share your comments and questions in the live feed. I'd love to hear where you're from. I'd love to hear how you're feeling. It's been an intense uh, week and some weird, wild stuff going on, which is kind of normal now, <laughs> I think. And I'm really excited about today's show because we are going to talk about the US natal chart, which I have been planning this show for quite some time. And I am very honored and excited to have both Kate Wind and Julian, the London astrologer with us today because you guys are both so talented in what you do. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. And hi, Carrie. Hi, Karen. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome to the members of the channel. Um, we have our fun little emojis, which we can't see in StreamYard, but they're really cute. So <laughs> you have to look in YouTube chat to see it. So let's dive in because there's a lot to talk about. And why I wanted to do this show is because I kept hearing from all of you guys that are astrologers, like, that we're heading into this Pluto return and there's all this crazy stuff going on with the US natal chart. And then just some context for, for both uh, you, Kate and Julian, and also everybody out there. Um, last year, uh, Thomas Jefferson showed up when I was doing a mediumship event and he's become like my buddy. I don't, as a medium, I don't really know what to say about this, except that Thomas Jefferson's always around. And in fact, even I was drinking an honest tea, like the teas, and I unscrewed the cap. And this is like a month ago. And the quote was from Thomas Jefferson. I mean, it's like he's like in my space. And then I also right after he showed up and I, I can feel him even now while I'm talking about this. Um, right after he showed up, I had a lucid dream in which George Washington came as well. And he was sharing he was with this Masonic group of people with these robes. It was very weird. And he gave me all this information about some of the symbolism and, and masonry. So it's very weird. I have this very weird connection to the founding fathers for some reason, and I'm still exploring what that's about um, personally. But anyway, so I, this is why I want to do the show because clearly there's stuff we need to talk about. So whichever one of you guys wants to dive in, like let's, let's get started for sure. Okay. You go first. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, um, like Lisa said, there is so much to talk about um, with the chart of the United States. So we could start with something like, um, I've been talking about Saturn and Aquarius the last year and a half. We've been talking about the squares between Uranus and Saturn. We've been talking about Jupiter and Pisces and what's gonna happen when it moves back into Aquarius. Um, but the Pluto return I know is what everyone is kind of like, they're a little scared about, right? So the exact date is in uh, February of 2022. Um, and to give you some background on Pluto returns, most of us are familiar with Saturn return, right? Around the age of 28, 29. And then again, in our late, late 50s, early 60s, we experience Saturn return. It happens every 29 and a half years. Well, Pluto returns only happen every about 200, almost 50 years. So us as humans don't experience them. So that's why it seems like such a big deal because we don't have a whole lot of experience with them. Uh, when we go and study other countries that have maybe gone through this before, there's not a lot of examples to say, how are we going to go through this? But I think one of the simplest statements I'm gonna say about this, and it might be oversimplified, but 
the energy that we were founded under as the US is being reactivated again as we go into our Pluto return. Now, because Pluto takes so long to get around the circle, this is not something where I'm just worried about February. Like, right, it's so close right now that we're already feeling it. This is all preparing us for the change that we will go through as we go through this whole process. So I don't want anyone to be scared, like what is gonna happen in February, right? We're already feeling it. So I have a lot of examples of how we've already been feeling it, but um, Julian, if you want to maybe do like an intro as well on what, <laughs> what you're thinking. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I just want to add a little bit to that. Um, the, the idea how long Pluto takes, you know, it's, uh, 240, 250 years, you know. So it's actually when it enters a sign that it that the, 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 the sort of the initial um, things can start to happen. And, uh, and, and Pluto um, went into Capricorn in 2008. Um, and that was uh, really interesting because uh, suddenly there was an economic crash which which really shook the world um but at the same time obama became the president and uh and that was a real surprise for a lot of people and that was a direct message really of what is meant to be happening here you know the things that pluto brings up because Pluto is the shadow side of things. You know, it's the dark, the uh, the hidden underworld, the 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 uh, you know, and there's, there's a lot of issues to do with um, power and control, dominance, and um, various things like this. And uh, and you know, Obama became president. You know, so here was this guy who had a Muslim-sounding name, who was black, suddenly became president of the United States, and this was the f a first, a first. For the for everything in America's history, and uh, and he then did uh, the uh, as Pluto was going through Capricorn, he served eight eight years as the president, and then, you know, Pluto's getting closer and closer to its Pluto return, um, which, as you said, is February next year. Um, but when you see it in a in a larger cycle and take that whole sign, the movement of the sign. Uh, the Pluto going into its own sign uh, when where it was when America was 1776. Um, then you're looking at this sense of um, after Obama, then we had to have the the worst side of Pluto to 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 manifest in order to see where where collectively we you know have gone wrong. Or so Donald Trump suddenly became the president, and he was an autocrat. You know, he is someone who was like, right then, you know, uh, I'm going to be uh, kind of like a bully boy government. You know, like I, I think uh, his whole attitude was really extreme, you know, um, and, and all about the power and the control and changing everything. And, and a lot of people got really. Um, but he was unique as well because he came from business. He came. He didn't come from politics as such. He came from business and went into politics. And, and, and in a way, that is, I think, um, the, 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 the sense that we had um, to experience that because business has been a, a hugely predominant factor in the development of America, you know, like corporate things. And so this guy came in who was this, this particular type of person and he he rattled a lot of people's uh you know people were but, but also people really supported him as well you know he had a massive following and 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 uh, because he was unique and he was different and he was original 
so it wasn't the statesman anymore as much as the as the guy who can be like a big boss man you know and 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 act in that way um so but what what i'm looking at here as well is this idea of pluto as is 250 years of time um what happened in, what was happening in 1776 well you know um america broke away from 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 england from the united kingdom or from you know uh and that they had their brexit as it were in 1776 and they just said well we're done with uh with the english thing you know we're gonna have our own thing so that was the war of independence and all these sort of things but england had actually started something that that became that that was about the british empire it was about taking control and it was the the idea of slavery uh, the legacy of slavery which is incredibly powerful um bigotry greed racism these things are were inherent in the idea of taking people as slaves <clears throat> and england started it uh, and but once they got it going america then ran with it because they could build a whole country on it you know so so it then became a big thing uh, people often i think forget that it was the uk that started that you know as a, as a as a trend they were the first people i think to 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 ban it as well and then america banned it a bit, a bit later on um but uh, but the point is is that generation after generation after generation there is this dark underbelly of 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 that power and control and in america the uh the the the, the world has yet They've got to deal with these issues, you know, because it's kind of been brushed under the carpet quite a lot. So, the George Floyd thing was a was a massive turning point, it, where where you know Black Lives Matter and things like this. Suddenly, it became something that is is a very Plut has the qualities of a Pluto return. And now we've got Joe Biden back in as as a president, who is the statesman character again carrying on the obama legacy and he's brought in his new vice president is also black or half you know uh, um and sh and and she might take over you see so so um it's it's bringing it back again you know uh there's all these issues that are that are coming up that need to be resolved and 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 in a very simple way just to say that it's the fear of the other you know is is often what gets people riling gets people feeling the hate and the anger and all this sort of stuff it's fear of oh them and me you know or the, those and you know and so it's minority groups are often um get a lot of problems with that so there's all these issues that are, are all in the news all the time and have particularly had since 2008 have been building up like that you know I think so, it was interesting that you brought up 2008 because that was the last Saturn Uranus square that we had. And so yes. I was attributing some of those as well to the square having the first black president. We saw swine flu. We saw the great uh, recession, the high unemployment. Here we are again. And so, yes. you know, it's it's the perfect combination of both the Pluto return and Uranus Saturn. So in yes. some regards, we've we've felt it, right? Like. Yes. We've had Pluto oppose Pluto. We've had Pluto square Pluto. We've been through changes before. Um, so I, I just, I love those correlations that you're pulling in. And then here we are, we have COVID. We have a new, you know, we have our first female vice president. Like 
we're seeing these these big um, steps again, especially yes. with people of color and people of like minority, like women. Yes. And yes. and when yes. we see photo return, I think people of color, the minorities, they have to rise because we have to address how we were founded, and it it uncovers the roots of things that maybe we were improperly built on. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes. we could give even the example of all the indigenous babies being found. I know it's happening in Canada right now, but you know they're yeah. coming to the United yeah. States next. Yeah. That is yeah. like a literal example of Pluto getting beneath the surface. They are getting and finding these children. You know, it, it starts shattering yeah. some of the things that we were built yeah. on, some of the yeah. ideas yeah. that we were built on. And I think that it's going to be those things that come to light that start rewriting our history. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pluto, yes. Is, Pluto is the roots. Yeah, I agree. Mm. And, and I want to throw in, you know, just some things I've learned about um, Thomas Jefferson and just some of the, the information I have that matches all of this, too, that's very esoteric, which is, first off, Thomas Jefferson had this lifelong relationship with one of his slaves and he has a whole entire family generational tree that's mixed race from that relationship so he was also fighting for independence and at the same time he was a slave owner right so there's something about thomas jefferson where he represents both sides of the spectrum somehow and i'm also very curious because am i right in that the pluto return date is february 22nd is that correct it's 2 which is which is george washington's birthday and by the way my wow. stepdaughter's birthday and there's three 222 birthdays in our community um, that I know of. So the thing that Thomas Jefferson, some of you guys are asking, like, what did the founding fathers say? I could have a whole show just about that. But what I do want to say is Thomas Jefferson was very clear with me that as Masons and as the, you know, we get into the talk about the secret stuff, right? All the secret societal elite pieces to building this government is they chose these astrological dates to found the country, to sign documents like the Declaration of Independence. I mean, these dates were chosen and it's almost like they knew that this stuff was gonna go on at this time. And so I'm just curious, like, it's pretty wild to me that, that 222 happens to be when this starts, even though I know you guys are saying we're feeling it before, but there's a lot of interesting synchronicity that we may never know all of the details of, but it just fascinates me. And it fascinates me that Thomas Jefferson was like this representation of white elite slave owner power. And at the same time, he had this relationship and love for them and made sure they were taken care of when he passed away. I mean, he really did. So it, it's like this weird dichotomy between the two. Mm -hmm. Yes, interesting. So, uh, so shall I mention a little bit, uh, just a, a couple of pointers towards the American chart, how it was um, birthed. Uh, July the 4th, 1776 was what we call in astrology an electional date. You know, it was elected accordingly. And um, because the sun uh, in, in the sign of the, the crab, in Cancer the Crab, plus other planets. I don't know if I can share my screen here and show you the chart. You can, can I, can I think I... you can share on, underneath, yeah. So if I do, uh, let's have a look then. Um, let's just see uh, if I can do that. Hang on a sec. Um, right, it says share, so I'll try share screen. Um, here we go. 
and then I'll try and bring up my wait a minute. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll, I'll be. <laughs> take a second. Hang on. Um, okay, hang on. Um, let's just see. Is that done? It. It's not showing up yet. No. You can always send it over to me too on email, and I'll pull it up while you're talking. Oh, okay. Um, okay then. Um, so the chart of America is, and I would like to just show you a bit of it. Um, is. Um, uh, um, let me. I, 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 Shit, sure I can. can you email it over to me and I'll pull it up? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Okay, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do okay. that. Um, I'll, I'll all right, okay. That. <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> um, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Hang on. <clears throat> Bear with us, everyone. Right. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, I'll have it to you in just one second. It's okay. uh, here. There it is. Right. And Kate, there. you can do this. Okay, Lisa, I've, just, I've literally just sent you an email then with the okay. chart. Okay. Um, so you should be able to see that now, hopefully, if it's arrived. Okay. Um, so, so this chart is um, 10 past five in the evening on the 4th of July, 1776. Uh, I'm not absolutely completely okay with the um, with the timing of that chart. Uh, as in, what I'm trying to say is, there's a story behind that. There was like a um, a very fast horse and carriage race, I believe, to Philadelphia, to 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 get the uh, the, the Declaration of Independence signed by all the different people. Um, and um, but the sun is on the star Sirius, which is the brightest star in the sky. Um, and the Sirius has a, it's, a um, it's known as the heliacal rising star in ancient Egypt. That is to say, whenever the whenever the star Sirius was seen rising, um, then that would be the annual flooding of the River Nile, uh, the Egyptian River, the Nile. And of course, in America, um, the the Mississippi is the major river. And they have in 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 deference or uh, you know kind of a link, the city of Memphis, you know in Tennessee, Memphis is actually the name of an uh, Egyptian city, in on the Nile in Egypt. So it's quite interesting that their major river, um, the the most central river, has an Egyptian city named after it as well, which might be a, an interesting um, uh, something to look at, you know, for in the future with respect to that. Uh, understanding that there's a lot of Egyptian, ancient Egyptian um, uh, things in, 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 in America, as it were. So when they call the, the flag, the stars and stripes, all those stars, each one, of course, represents a state. Um, but uh, but, but, that, but there's, a, there's, a, there's a kind of a, a nod and a wink to the idea of stars, you know, the idea of the astrology being, being very chosen. And um, in a, in, can you see the chart now, Lisa? Have you got the chart? Yeah, Did it come yeah through? we've got it up here, yeah. Oh, good, good, okay. So so um, if you have a look here, you can see, if you go to like the houses seven and eight in the chart, uh, or the sectors seven and eight, if you like, you know, if you don't know charts very well, but seven and eight, um, you can see there's a whole clustering of planets there. 
um, and uh, and these all these planets rose before the sun. Okay, so before sunrise on the day of July the fourth, um, Mars rose first in the sky before before um, anything else, and then Venus, and then Jupiter. And Venus and Jupiter are the great benefics. These are very lucky star, uh, lucky planets. Together to have them together is 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 a is a lot of luck. Um, and uh, and and I think this sort of embodies America as a place that people can can really forge their own luck if they want to. But this Mars in Gemini, I think, is incredibly interesting uh, because this is called um, a in, in ancient astrology when the, when the the planets rise before the sunrise. So things would be appearing in the in the east before the sunrise. They're called the flag bearers, and uh, or the flag wavers. You know the flag bearers, and uh, and Mars was the flag is the first planet rising, um, and uh, and or in traditional astrology, and America does have quite a powerful military, of course. You know Mars being the military, and uh, quite a lot of things to do with things like guns and and handguns and open carry and all the you know all these different things because. It's and it's embedded deeply into American culture and history, you know, the, the um, cowboys and Indians, if you like, you know, Western films, and um, and uh, and so the Mars is very strong there in in Gemini, and it's angular, so it's 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 on an angle with the descendant, and interestingly enough, Donald Trump's son is twenty Gemini, and the Mars of the American in the American chart is 21 Gemini. So Donald Trump really did create a quite a heated things up. And you've got a lot of the far right kind of extremism starting, you know, people quite willing to start to take a stand, you know, with, with the idea of guns and things like that. So there was a lot of stuff going on like that when Donald Trump was in power. But, uh, but this son here is, is very interesting. Um, a, a few, there's a few interesting American characters who also have their son um, uh, uh, on the same t t place as the as this sun sign, in, and so Nancy Reagan was born w at the same time. You know, Nancy Reagan is is has her son on Sirius, as does Sylvester Stallone. Um, so mm -hmm. the Rocky films and Rambo films. Um, as and, and Nancy Reagan, of course, you know Reaganomics, and all very much part of the Reagan years, um, and uh, and um, and also Ringo Starr, the drummer of the Beatles, who lives in uh, in Los Angeles, and once he left England, he left England. You know, he lives in America, and and he and and of course his name is Ringo Starr. Another sort of interesting little hint um, <laughs> that he might know a lot more than than uh, than he lets on. You know, but um, but the but the thing is there is that is that is that there's a you know quite a, quite a a sort of um, interesting collection of, you know, if you look into people who have their birth dates around the, the sun here um, in, <clears throat> in, in, in the crab, which is where Sirius is. And Sirius is the bright star. You know, it's the brightest, most colorful star. And you can see it quite easily because, it, you know, it's very easy to spot. It changes colors a lot. Um, and there's a lot more things I could say about this, but I, I won't go into too much detail. I think what's really interesting at the moment, of course, is here is the Pluto. We've got, you know the Pluto return is about to happen. It's been going over this point. We're going to get it exact in February. Uh, it's in the second house, which is to do with wherewithal. You know, people's. It's to do with money and resources. I think we're going to have a, a another sort of economic thing. Uh, you know, possibly some sort of crash again. But 
it's interesting because you see Pluto does things for different people. Everyone has a different Pluto doing different things. Some people can become very wealthy. Others can can lose everything, you know. And and uh, and and so it'll be interesting to see how that works. Um, you know, because there's a lot of things to do with a lot of these issues that are always coming up. And uh, I've actually made some notes here. So <laughs> there's um, there's um, if we look at the Pluto half return in the mid 1930s, uh, so that was when Pluto was around about here, 27 uh, of the crab. This was the 1930s. This was the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 things like the Dust Bowl and stuff. And and that was to do with the, the economy, to do with um, things like that. It was very important at that at that time. Um, there's there's a, a just an ongoing. There's so there's so much to 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 see here that, um, and all the themes are in the news all the time, and they have been now for about ten years. Things like um, uh, explosive scandals, you know, the idea of falling from grace, hidden corruption, sex crimes, uh, and treasonous activity. Donald Trump was several times, you know, people were trying to accuse him of treason, and um, and uh, and then there's all these, you know, different things, and 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 ultimately, it was this. It, he 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 embodied the Pluto and Capricorn element, I think, um, but he wasn't necessarily here meant. To, he only meant to do those few years just to show that he uh, that the, the things that needed to be changed. He he yeah. he brought the issues up to the light. He unburied. The difficult buried stuff and now it's become it's all very obvious what we what what has to be done you know in order to to create the healing and to create the uh, the transformation yeah so i live i live in hope you know that, that all these <laughs> things are, are good you know um kamala yeah. harris you know kamala harris is is i, I think going to be something something amazing she's going to take over the obama seat you know and uh and and uh i'm pretty certain she is anyway you know and um, the strongest well, chart out of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> she does, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She did. When I was thinking, oh, I don't. Something looks like it might happen. <laughs> yeah, and well, and I've seen it. I got a great story about that. But pause for a minute before I take this off the screen. Kate, is there anything you want to say about the chart while it's up before I take it off, and then we can dive in. We can talk a little bit more about Kamala and Trump and Biden. Yeah. Um, I think just one thing I was going to throw in about all that cancer energy that we have, I just think it's interesting that, you know, we think of the cancer, we think of the crab, they have that hard outer shell and then that soft, right, kind of gooey innards, if you will. And when you look at kind of what the United States is known for, you know, we are a gun country. We think of like the bullets, we have the hard shell, the soft inside. We, I think it's kind of going away with the baseball thing. We have the hard outer shell. On the 4th of July, we celebrate with oh, pumpkin, or not pumpkin pies, like, um, peach pies or cherry pies, right? The, the hard outer, the soft inner. I just think it's interesting, you know, when people say like, will we always be gun carrying when you look at the chart, you know, probably mm. with all of that cancer. Um, yeah. And then just with, um, with you pointing out about Pluto being in the second house, you know, we attribute that usually to money, to, um, to our resources. And it's just interesting, all the shortages that we're seeing here in the United States, the car sh shortages, we have cars sitting on lots without, the chips in them to get them started. Starbucks has reported that they have ingredients that they can no longer get. So, you know, it could be interesting to see um, how our resources are hindered uh, with as we get closer even to this Pluto return. 
That's yeah, all that's yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting, and I can say too, like as a from the psychic perspective, things that I've been told by <clears throat> the sacred council, which for everybody out there, that's the group of beings that I channel. Um, the sacred council has been talking about really since um, April of last year about these shortages and talking about it being very sporadic. They always show an image of a grocery store aisle um, with bits and pieces missing out of it. So it's like, you're never gonna go completely without food, but the word that the sacred council keeps using is adaptability. It's really important that we have adaptability over the next few years and really over this, the, the roaring 20s are back basically. And so during this decade, it's like really looking at the shortages. I know one of my clients and friends, um, you know, her husband's a painter and he can't even get paint um, to paint houses. I mean, there's just all these weird sporadic things. So it's really looking at how can we be flexible and adapt with what we need. Um, <clears throat> and then the financial piece that you're bringing up too, I've gotten a lot of information about the transition of our currency and where our currency is going. And what's interesting to me is the Sacred Council kept talking about rainbow money <clears throat> and they kept showing me rainbow money. And I really was thinking, oh, well, we're going to change the way our money looks, you know, and how our money is is presented, which may still be true. Right. But I did um, do some research and I found out that rainbow money is actually gold backed dollars is actually they call that rainbow money. So um, it's very interesting to see like. There's a lot of discussion about, you know, central banks versus gold backed dollars versus cryptocurrency. And so there's a lot of energy with all of this. So I'm interested to see because you're bringing it up in the chart as well as, you know, where that's going to go. Um, we also have Uranus and Taurus. We've had that since 2018. We've seen all these apps like Venmo, Cash App. You can um, download your checks now via your phone. So we've already seen like some big changes. We've um, Tauruses are resources. Uranus is erratic. It's unexpected. It's untraditional. So we've already seen that. We still have a few more years left of that as well. So that on top of the Pluto return. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we are well, seeing then, it our resources. Yeah. And then going into Kamala and there's a couple, couple channeled things to share. So first off, um, last June, um, I had this wild encounter with a goat, which is like a whole other story, you guys. But basically this goat appeared. It was very strange. My husband and I had this, but I got this download. And one of the things that they said, and this is like the beginning of June, it might've even been May of last year. Um, the council said to me, there is a woman with dark hair that's going to be important in the chess game of American politics and she'll make herself known in the next few months. And then sure enough, they announced Kamala in the fall. So I knew that that was really important. And um, every election, I look at the presidency and who's gonna win. That's kind of the journey of being a psychic for a living. And I can tell you that I continue, even now, if I look at that, I see the Queen of Pentacles, and that's what comes up in my tarot deck is the Queen of Pentacles, which is not Joe Biden. That is absolutely a dark-haired woman. And so I am anticipating and seeing and feeling a change like you're you're both talking about here, and you're talking about Kate with Kamala's charts. I'm interested to talk about that with you guys, too, because I do feel that change as well. I feel like something is happening here um, that is going to shift that energy because her energy, I feel like, 
you know, is is really part of the leadership and, and where we're headed with that as well. And then just another side note, it was like Edgar Casey channeled years ago that the United States would split and it was often um, analyzed as a split, like with an earthquake or something like that. But it's my opinion um, and some of the channeled information I've received personally that we're going to see a split in the United States. And that concerns me. I'm not saying that to freak anybody out, but I do think there is something happening here. It's pretty obvious how polarized we are in the United States right now, that there is this energy of like splitting and dividing like what we feel and what we believe. And it's very split. Like even in the election, you could see whatever is really true with the election or not, but like you can see there's a split between what half of the American people feel and the other half bill. So there's a lot of like psychic stuff, but I just want to throw it out there because it's all very fascinating to me because it mm. seems to be lining up astrologically as well. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've looked at uh, Kamala's chart. So I don't remember off the top of my head what it was at the time when I was making some predictions about um, what was going on, but her chart does get extremely strong. I know in 20, everything leading up to 2024, um, but I think one of the things that worried me about the health of Biden, maybe besides the obvious, um, would be that that great conjunction that we had in December, uh, December 21st, we saw the conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees Aquarius. When you look at the Sabian symbols of zero degree Aquarius Leo, I always look at both sides. That's when we see a man is under emotional distress and blood rushes to his head. So, you know, it just didn't seem like a great energy opening up um, that election to have um, concern about a man's health in the country. Um, and again, her chart had lots of other things to say. I just, I don't have that readily available. Yeah. Mm, mm. I think she'll make a great leader. And, uh, and, it's, and it's long overdue, you know, to have a female president in the United States. It will be, it will be quite astounding actually. And I think she's naturally, suited to if you look at joe biden's chart he's about to get a, a series of eclipses in scorpio you know uh, which is his 12th house um and uh, even though he's got several planets in scorpio you know the nodes are going to go into scorpio um the south node's going to go into scorpio soon um and uh, and that will be across his you know through his 12th house so he's going to get a series of south node eclipses across his scorpio planets and um with the rumors of his health the way that it is um, then one might expect that he was, you know, um, in, a, in the right and proper way, step down in order to let someone else take over. So, you know, we'll see, won't we, you know, what happens. I think he's just, I think he's, um, I think his legacy will now be to try and do something with Ireland. I do believe that's what I think he needs to do um, because he has that Irish um, uh, ancestry. <clears throat> And if he can bring uh, the reunification of Ireland, which I think is a possibility. Um, here I am talking to you from the other side of the Atlantic, you know. So <laughs> I just have these kind of, you know, in, uh, I, I, that's what I think is going on, you know. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but but um, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a really interesting few years. Uh, one, one, one thought I have is that, that there's four planets in the crab. You know, we've got um, America's chart four planets in, 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 in cancer and it's homesteading, you know, homestead, you know, is, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that opposes the Pluto. And I think it, you say that America might, might break up a bit, you know, into, you know, a, a, a split in the nation type of stuff. 
um, and, uh, and I think it could be to a certain extent, it's going back to the land, you know, as well, you know, is, real, is realizing that there, that uh, people could go back to the land, you know, but, but, but this time using more science and technology, you know, to, uh, to develop. So it's not so much the backbreaking hard work of, 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 of farming as it were, but maybe, you know, in the future, maybe uh, robots to do the farming for us, you know, and stuff like that. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, but I think people buying a, their little patch of land and doing their own thing. I think that could be a very big thing in America soon. Um, and uh, and I think that's kind of already starting to a certain extent. Um, and uh, and I think that could be a, a, quite a, quite an indicator of things. The um, in terms of uh, Uranus in Gemini in the American chart, which is in the uh, uh, sort of sixth seventh house of the chart, um, is, is when Uranus when they had the first Uranus return, that was the American Civil War. So 1776 was the was the birth of independence but then 84 years later um i think it was yeah so that 1860 i think was the civil war and that was when uranus was in gemini and uh and and that of course was the basically dividing the country into two um i i i don't know I, I can't see america having another civil war i don't think it's going to happen i i doubt it because I think there's going to be a new peace directive. I think there's going to be something really special coming through. And, uh, and yeah, sorry, Kate, you were going to say. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think you make a great point with that, because I think if we looked back on, like, the other Pluto aspects that we've had, if we look at other countries that have been through our Pluto return, we would scare the crap out of everyone. <laughs> but we have to, like, realize, like, we've come a long ways with technology. We've come mm. a long ways with social media and being able to talk and being able to come together. You know, we didn't have those things back in the, you know, back in these years that we would be referencing. Um, so I, I do think like the idea of you saying like, oh, like robots or something or, or that we could come together in a new way versus all the separation that we've seen in the past is very possible because now with these outlets that we have, it'd be really hard to to break it up. Right. Unless mm, something's mm, going to happen like mm. the Internet. <laughs> crashes or something <laughs> <laughs> ah well now you're talking you see because yeah. that would be that is how to that is how to have an a, an overnight revolution right you know right because because everyone is so reliant on the internet now like Correct. absolutely everything is going through the internet and 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 if it was to have a you know like a like a a stalling or a delaying or or to shut down what you know i mean <laughs> It's going to be like, that would be massive chaos, you know. Yeah. And as, uh, maybe, maybe the February the 22nd, 2022, you know, could be something like that, right? And, 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 but here's the thing, you see, because Pluto is often the hidden enemy, right? It's like, who did that? <laughs> who, who crashed our internet? Who crashed who the world it? internet? Is it the Russians? Oh, was it the Chinese? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> was it some, was it some spotty teenage kid in, a, <laughs> in his bedroom? <laughs> you know yeah. crashing the in, crashing the world internet or something you know like what happened you know and 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 it could be something like that you know what i mean it could be like oh my god you know and 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 in a way that actually brings me to talk quickly about 911 right because the american chart has the ascendant in sagittarius at 12 degrees sag and the descendant at 12 degrees gemini and there was the saturn pluto opposition 
uh, that went off across that axis when 9-11 happened. That and, uh, was also another year in a Saturn square year. Yikes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, uh, and mm. oh, go ahead, Julian. Oh, uh, and um, so and 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 what that created was was where is this? Where is this? Where is the enemy? Right? Where are they? Right? Because it was an anonymous thing. You know, it's like okay, these planes just flew into our into into our landmark towers here. You know, what what the heck? <laughs> you know. Who are we gonna? Who? How can we respond to that? You know, right. and 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 it was and it was an immediate kind of like, well, we've got to we've got to do something about this. We've got to protect ourselves. You know, four planets in Cancer, right? We've got to protect ourselves. We've got to secure it. We've got to, you know, homeland security, right? All that sprung up as a result of of you know, that's four planets in Cancer, homeland security. I mean, it just I, speaks it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think there was also an eclipse in Cancer around that time and there was also an eclipse in the cancer right before uh the george floyd thing i thought the connection was interesting that both yes. accounts uh u.s citizens were sitting in their houses watching the tv watching something horrific happen on camera um like in the comfort of like the homes right for the people that weren't directly affected um and activating the u.s chart as well with all that cancer and and that's really interesting that you say that in the comfort of home because that is four planets in cancer as well you know is like is like is like here is here is something and that's the mars in gemini and the uranus mars quite wide conjunction there on the descendant of the chart is 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 the television right because gemini is, is yeah. like a, a channel of communication uranus is tv aerials you know as uh, mars something horrific right or something you know and 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 911 was on the tv George Floyd was on the TV. These yeah. things are on TV, yeah. and uh, and 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 they're 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 presented in the comfort of the home, which is the four planets in Cancer. So yeah. again, you know, these and, and 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 you know, so there's things like that kind of going on all the time, you know, and and really interesting that you that you talked about how the eclipses were going on with George George Floyd because we just had a, those eclipses in Cancer as well, you yeah. know, which was Donald Trump as well, of course, right. you know, he was. He, you know, all the eclipses with him for the four years were were very much to do with. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. be right before yeah. the Pluto return happens, I'll talk about one other aspect. We are seeing, we have Jupiter in Pisces right now. So that's been there since I think May 15th or something, May 15th, Jupiter moved into Pisces. And so at least here in the US, we have kind of rose colored glasses on, everything opened back up, masks are off. It seems like we are in the clear. And so just giving a word of caution as we see Jupiter move back into Aquarius at the end of this month, uh, July 29th, I would think that it should be back in the news. People might be voluntarily wearing masks again. Might People might be putting mask things in place. They could be talking more about some sort of variant of, um, of COVID. And then Jupiter will move to the 29 degree, the anoretic degree of Aquarius at the same time, we have the last year in a Saturn square uh, this year. So December 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th should be also another little window date to look at. Uh, when we look at something like Mars retrograded this last year, when we saw it at the 29 degree, that's when we saw the attacks on, um, on the Capitol. So here we are again, 29 degrees paired with the Uranus-Saturn energy. So one last hit of that this year. Yes. Okay. Well, and I'd like to share a quote from Thomas Jefferson because I think it's really fascinating. 
Um, so, and this is a, one of his famous quotes, but um, it was in a, a letter he had written to a colleague. And he said, what country before ever existed a century and a half without a rebellion? And what country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. The remedy is to set them right as to facts, pardon and pacify them. What signify a few lives lost in a century or two, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. And I want to share, because there's a lot of profound energy to that statement, but it also, the, the century and a half, the century or two, sort of prophetic, or very prophetic. Um, and when you step back and get that 50,000 foot view and, and really even, even looking at the Pluto return and Trump and Biden and all the stuff that's going on, you know, it feels to me and the energy reads to me like this is really asking us as Americans and asking this country to kind of reset to the energy that it was founded in. And some of that energy was really violent and volatile. And some of it was that that um, I have a cancer rising so that that homestead energy speaks to me so much because it's about beautifying and and you know building a home and building a space and we want to be safe but we also want to be reminded of our freedom and so i think even trump's class action announcement that he made you know whatever the agenda is there it's a reminder to us that this country was founded in freedom of speech and independence you know and sovereignty and being able to stand in that and i just think again there's so much prophetic wisdom in the esoteric writings of our founding fathers. And I promise you guys we'll do a show on, on the, that because that's fascinating to me. But I just think um, that quote is very interesting because I feel like that's what's happening. It's like asking everyone to take arms. And it does make me nervous with the Pluto return and, and the energy of it all because I think there is this, this revolution energy that's like pressing up against each other right now and probably will it sounds like for for a while mm. yeah well and then we have pluto moving into aquarius afterwards which that's a whole other <laughs> thing that uh, that's... I, I was just about to say that as well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but... and of course you know oh may I just the, please, the, the, please. the first three words of the declaration of independence is we the people and that is pluto going into aquarius right because it's mm. that actually encapsulates because when they wrote that, I believe Pluto had moved into Aquarius when they actually drafted that constitution that Pluto had actually moved into Aquarius by then. So they, okay. they called it, we, the people and the chart, the American chart has the moon in Aquarius. So I, I'm holding out loads of hope because I think there's going to be something really amazing is going to happen, you know? And uh, and and I and I actually think that the the, the consciousness of America is going to change, in a in a very positive way, um, and uh, and you know just just a, an, an awakening. You know, there's it's, it's like the I suppose you could call it the hundredth monkey, isn't it? You know, where where suddenly every everyone's doing it. You know, like everyone's awake. You know, because it, it, you go for so long, a few people are awakened. You know, and then suddenly everyone wakes up. You know. 
and uh, it's like say you know Woodstock to you know to to today you know there's there was maybe four hundred thousand awakened people at Woodstock or or half a million or something but now there's you know <laughs> fifty million maybe who are woken up you know and and it's just that sense of of like you know how 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 it's growing all the time you know that the ability to 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 evolve really you know rather than backtrack i think what's coming up is all the stuff comes up from from the buried underneath that's what pluto does it it resurfaces stuff you know um and 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 then people go oh my god are we really like that is it really like this oh wow yeah we should do something about this <laughs> you know it, it reveals and, and it reveals things it reveals. that we haven't seen absolutely yeah absolutely and uh and 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 i think that's possibly you know how the revealing is is an ongoing thing you know it's an ongoing thing and uh mm -hmm. and by february will most of it will you know most of the main themes will have been fully revealed uh leading to then allowing for change you know and transformation and a rebirth so mm. yeah mm. <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> well, and, and you know, I'm seeing some of these comments here, and you know, somebody said here, William is saying, "Get ready to move to a red state," and and I want to talk about this because I'm curious, Kate and Julian, what what you've seen in in your astrology sessions and in the charts, because um, I've noticed many of my clients are very transient right now. There's very much this desire to move and change, and yet don't really know where to go, and the messaging that I've been receiving um, from the council is just kind of hold where you are and let some things unfold before you make that change and really see where you wanna be and what aligns with your own belief system and, and where you're at, especially in the US. And I'm just wondering if you're seeing anything with movement and change because it also makes me think of, you know, the the Oregon Trail and the big push to go west. It's like there is this real, shift of like changing the way that we're living, you know, that's all part of the age of Aquarius, I suppose, but there is this desire to be sustainable, we're having to be adaptable, we're having to change where we're living. And there's this desire for movement. And yet we're in the middle of a volatile time period with our government and our political structures, which are changing. That's part of this journey is the collapse of the systems and then, you know, the the rebuilding of those systems. And so I'm just curious if you have any thoughts or insight on that too, because I do think, you know, this is, it's less about moving to a red state or a blue state and more about seeing like, how are things going to land and end up and, and what, what places in the country even have the resources that you need and want? And how are you going to live having your own resources and being sustainable? I think those are real questions that are up right now for a lot of people. I mean, from an astrophotography standpoint, I've been doing a lot of those appointments where I take people's charts and I lay it over the world or the United States to help people move. And I, I know there's a lot of people in transition right now. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a sustainability thing, but I do have a lot of clients saying like, okay, where should I move? What would be the best for me? Um, and then I can say also being in Las Vegas, we're seeing a huge influx um, into our city from California uh, moving in. So uh, yeah, everybody's fleeing California. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're in California, everybody's yeah. fleeing there though. That's for sure. <laughs> mm. What about you? 
Well, I mean, you know, uh, I'm hoping eventually to come back to America, actually. So, you know, in the long run, um, mm. my daughter's getting her education here. So uh, that's another seven years. But she might do college in America and that would give me the, you know, then we could move back. So, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, but yeah. um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> and uh, and and um, but yeah, Pluto and Aquarius, you know, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> and and I, I do believe it's going to be a golden age. You know, it, it's actually... It's uh, when all, you know, because you see, Leo can be very self-centered. The opposite sign of of Aquarius is humanitarian. You know, what do we do for everybody? Leo focuses on it, its own self quite a lot. Um, and then the, the, the other side, though, is to say, well, how do we do it for everybody? You know, and uh, and that, that, that's often Aquarius's thing, you see. So um, when Pluto goes into Aquarius, it's like the great... Uh, equalizer should we call it you know like a like an equality thing you know something's going to and this is where all the issues around things like racism and things like the minor and the, the attitudes towards minority groups and everything starts to become more evened out accepted should we say and 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 then the healing process begins so i i, I as i said I, i'm absolutely convinced that the that the pluto in aquarius is going to be good Right. It's, I just do. I really do. And then and then and then, um, you know, Saturn Neptune in, in at nought degrees Aries. That's that's coming up in like five years, you know, or four years, uh, something like that, you know. Um, and I, I can't even imagine what that's going to be at the moment. I can, but I can't. I'm not going to say anything because, you know, but <laughs> it's interesting, you know, because Aries is ruled by Mars. Right. So and it turns out that the Saturn neptune conjunction at zero degrees aries on that day is mars will be in aquarius mm. so so that's the chart for the saturn neptune conjunction mars will be in aquarius which i think is again really interesting so you know what does that mean what does that mean like what's the energy well, of that for those of us who are like wait a minute what does that all mean <laughs> okay yeah so saturn is structure neptune is dissolution mm. right? where, where saturn builds Neptune take Neptune dissolves, you know, in a in a Neptune is that kind of transcendent, untangible, strange, you know, shifts and things where things become foggy or misty or or, or unreal. Saturn is a structure. Saturn is a, is is a, is the building or the 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 form or the reality or the the concretization or the crystallization or the consolidation of things. So if Saturn is things like government. Um, and things like, um, you know, just the order of the world, when it meets Neptune at the very beginning of the Zodiac, which is zero Aries, such a powerful place, then something is going to happen. That, and, and as the ruler of where they're meeting is in Aquarius, and Pluto is going to be in Aquarius, and the American moon is, the chart is in Aquarius, there's something about, changing the world and jupiter saturn met in aquarius there's so much that's coming up you know that, that to me says the world is going to have a, a rebirth and it's going to be more humanitarian mm -hmm. and that's the thing we all these energies are just preparing us for the next energy it's no different yes. than like getting a divorce like you don't just yes. wake up one morning and say i'm gonna get a divorce like yes. you know it's like the first fight and you're like okay i can get over that and then there's not like it all builds on itself. So it like prepares you for the end result. And I think that's like 
I want to get away from people being like so scared of February 2022. Like we've everything that we've been going through has been preparing us for what's happening. And then that's going to prepare us for Pluto moving into Aquarius. And that's going to prepare us for um, the Saturn Neptune conjunction that you're talking about. Like it's all gradual, but it's it's snowballing of where of where it's going. Mm-hmm. Yes. And sometimes we have to go through these dark phases. What, you know, Saturn-Pluto conjunction, a, a pandemic, um, you know, all these different things. Uh, you know, we had to go through the, in order to get back to the good times, you know. Uh, 2026 is going to be an amazing year, right? Because the Saturn-Neptune meet in Aries, which is a fire sign. Uh, Jupiter goes into Leo, which is a fire sign. Uranus goes into Gemini, which is an air sign. Pluto's in Aquarius, which is an air sign. So it's all fire and air. Right. Yeah. And, and in terms of elemental balance and what astrology is based on, water and earth is that way, is down. Right. It's so, it goes that way. Right. Fire and air goes that. that. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what fire and air. So actually what we're heading towards is this. Mm-hmm. Right. We're lifting up. We're lifting up. We're ascending. We're, oh, you know, in a, you know, but we are lifting up. Right. We're, we're going mm-hmm. up and up and up and up and up rather than down, 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 down. But but the Saturn Pluto conjunction in Capricorn had and with Jupiter, by the way. So it was Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter and Ceres for the for the record. You know, it was really like, you know, really a solid down thing. But now we're going to go to the up. It's quite exciting. You know, if we look at the secondary moon cycle of the US. I like to think of it as like a Ferris wheel. And when you're at the bottom of the Ferris wheel, it's kind of boring, right? It's, it's a new ride. We haven't seen anything. We're laying the foundation. And eventually we get to the top. And that's usually when things are really good. So I walk my clients through this secondary moon process in their chart. In 2024, we are finally, the US is back at the bottom of the Ferris wheel, right? And so it's like uh, from 2024 on, it's like we're back on the upswing, but it's like we, we're, we were, we've been coming down. <laughs> We've been coming down. We've been um, analyzing. We've been doing, having new, new beginnings. We've been rewriting policies. We've been getting back to our roots. So I do think the upswing is there, but I do think we have a couple more years on. (laughs) I've been promised that I'm working really hard for a decade and then I get to take a break in 2030. That's what I keep being promised by spirit. And, and, and it's interesting because what I see like the the visions that I've had for really my whole life, to be honest, I mean, I've, I've, it's kind of like, I always tell everyone it's really morbid, but the, the day we went into quarantine in March of last year was like my wedding day where it's like I'd waited my whole life for this to happen and it was finally happening. So I know that's not, it wasn't great what happened, but I'm just saying like, that was the moment where I like, okay, this is when I'm supposed to do what I came here to do, which is what we're doing here today. And um, for me, um, this whole decade is truly about like, um, the image that I always see is, remember those little coin, plastic coin bags that had a slit and you had to like open it to like get the coins out. And what I'm seeing is like, it's turning it inside out. It's like, it's time to turn it inside out dump everything out of it, clean it out, and then we can start to put it back together and put new things inside. Like this is the collapsing of all of our systems from healthcare to politics, to finances, to education. Systems are collapsing because the the new way is about, just like you said, Julian, it's about we the people. The Aquarian age is about that, that pyramid where the elite are up here and we're all down here is inverting. 
And it's going to be about all of us working together um, and all of us sharing an equal abundance and resources and all of these things. And so I'm hopeful and equally excited as well. I think anybody who's been through, and I'm a Scorpio, so I like the tower, right? I like destruction and change and all those things. So I, I understand that not everybody is like me, but you know, this whole collapse, this whole tower collapsing, like how we come out of it, I think is going to be really amazing. And you're either going to be holding on for dear life, not wanting it to collapse, or you just let go and just let it happen and let it flow. Cause I think that, that letting go that divine feminine energy is what's going to save you like through this time period. Cause I do think the structure of the U S is changing. The structure of our government is going to change. Um, I, I feel like we'll see if even the presidency and the 50 states and all these things even stays the same over the next four years. I mean, I'm just kind of waiting and watching because my observation is it's going to change. And I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be really good. But I think change is scary, you know, and so you have to be willing to step into the change and allow it to unfold. Because just like you're saying, Kate, it's like this, you know, really everything's been leading to this since our nation was birthed even <laughs> leading to this time where we have to have a revolution again. And I think that goes back to Thomas Jefferson's quote. And a lot of you guys were asking what he's said to me and what George Washington said to me. And a, a lot of them, a lot of the messaging is remember what we built, remember what we stood for, remember what our symbolism means and remember what we put in place because they were brought here um, a lot of people argue they were ascended masters. So whatever you believe, they were brought here to complete this task and to lay the groundwork for this, this geographical space to mean something and to lead something. And I think that's like a whole other show, but it's, that's all I'll say. That's long-winded. I should be quiet. <laughs> yeah, excellent. And 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 uh, it it is you know that change that you were talking about the idea of the tower card and it's it, what we're getting is the infrastructure changing from two hundred years of Jupiter Saturn conjunctions in Earth signs. And that's what happened from eighteen oh two to nineteen uh, well for the year two thousand. There was Jupiter Saturn were meeting in Earth signs, and that as I said is is this. Is, in, uh, the structure of the world we got used to, you know, materialism, consumerism, um, you know, governance, but democracy, um, but things like Virgo was, you know, the factories and education systems, uh, Taurus was money and banks. And, you know, for 200 years, it was all this was basically Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. And that was the structure of society built on earth signs. And we've now shifted from 19, there was a crossover phase of 40 years. Jupiter Saturn met in Libra in 1980. And then again, they've just met in Aquarius. And that's now set up 160, another 160 years of air signs. And, uh, and so that is, the, that is the shift. That is the tower. You know, what we've got is the old Earth infrastructure still holding its form. But the air is now lifting up underneath it. It's literally pushing it up, you know, and the old infrastructure will fall apart. Mm. For, a new, for something new to be replaced. And that will be over this really strongly over this next 20 years. So, you know, <laughs> well, 
Any parting words of wisdom? I'm, I, I hope you both come back and we talk more about some of this because I think there's, it sounds like there's a lot more to come and stuff to be prepared for and all of those things. But um, Kate, any, any parting words of wisdom for us today? Um, I'd say that Pluto is kind of like going to therapy. <laughs> think about going to a therapist, right? And we start bringing up all these old emotions, things we haven't discussed, things that maybe we, we forgot about. And that's kind of what we're going through with the US. We It's before and after that we're going through. It's revealing things. It's getting below the surface, literally. Um, and, you know, psychologically. So we're getting back to the energy that we were founded under. And I'm, I'm excited about the change. Mm. Yeah. Julian? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, pretty much what Kate said there as well, you know, now's the time to really work through our stuff, you know, um, uh, you know, in order to have a better world, you know, it, uh, change starts with ourselves, you know, and, uh, and, and that's really where it's at. You know, you can, you can say, I want the world to be different. We've got to do something, you know, we, why is, why is the world, why is this, you know, but we've got to work on ourselves, you know, because then that's where the, uh, that's where we can then contribute to a new world, to a new way of seeing things or being. So I think all, all, all new age therapies, holistic things, uh, spiritual books, everything helps, you know, everything helps. And, uh, and, 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 and find our true nature, you know, find the true nature, you know, we, we are in the creation, you know, I love that. I love this idea that we're in the creation, we're in the heavens right now. We're mm -hmm. surrounded by the sky. You know, that's quite airy. <laughs> We're surrounded by sky, you know, all of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, right now we've got the sky all around us. We're in the heavens. And therefore we find our divine nature, you know, um, our connection to the creation or the creator, because it's going on all around us all the time. And, uh, and, and, and meeting the world, because everything is mind, you know, everything is the mind. The fact that we're talking now is because it's mind. <laughs> you yeah. know, everything is, and a lot of the world doesn't think like that. You see, people don't think like that, you know, but so there's, so the, but when you do, you can guarantee to find happiness. You know, there's a more happiness there because you say, oh, actually I'm just in this, I am this eternal space. I'm this eternal consciousness, you know, or awareness. I'm, I am eternally aware of myself. Uh, and then there's consciousness and layers upon layers outside of me, you know, starts with the body and then moves outwards. But there's something about, you know, finding oneself. I, I, I think we should have a uh, an astrology spiritual um, one, you know, where because I could, without going off too off on the tangent here, you know, but um, there's uh, there's some really good, good stuff to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. about about the seven heavens you know that's you know things like that i've got lots of to talk about now it's what i'm writing yeah. my book about actually so you know i'm doing my first astrology book i've been a astrologer for 25 years so i'm finally getting my book written <laughs> <laughs> it took me quite a while because i didn't want to i didn't just want to say what everyone else says you know do you know what i mean yeah but, uh, but I, 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 I i so it took me quite a while and it took some looking into the um you know things like Buddhism and various other things, you know, to, 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 to understand it, you know, to try and understand where I was at and, uh, and how to bring astrology to make it more of a uh, healing art or, you know, that it can transform us. Mm -hmm. and, and the ancients, the, the ancient astrology, they, they knew it all. They were so enlightened. They were so enlightened. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I I think we've got our next show because Eve is asking about the astrocartography of the major nations. And I think that would be very interesting um, to look at um, all of these different countries and, and where they're at, because I do think there's a world overview to our, our planet changing as she ascends and shifts and changes. So um, thank you guys so much for doing this today. I really appreciate both of you and for being a part of our community too. And I want to remind everybody out there, if you have not yet downloaded the Ajatakasa app, it is available on Droid and on iPhones and on your web and all of those things. And all of that information is down below, um, but it's ajatakasa.com um, has all of the information there. So I just want to throw that out there. It is a free community. Um, it is a social media app. There's no algorithms tracking, tracing, and it's all spiritual and it's dedicated to nonviolence. So please get in there. I know Kate's in there. Julian, you got to get in there. Um, yeah. You can follow me in there, but we can continue this discussion. If you guys want to continue to talk about this, um, we have our Buddhist biohacker forum in the app and we can continue to talk about the U.S. and all of your questions because there's lots of stuff coming up here in the comments I can see. And uh, so don't forget that. And I will be back next week for Turo Tuesdays here on my YouTube channel. So don't forget to subscribe here. And Kate, real quick, go through your how folks can find you. And you also have a YouTube. So whatever you'd like to share. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on my website at thekatewin.com. It's down there in the comments. Um, you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at the underscore Kate Wind. And uh, lastly, I run a podcast uh, with my mom. She's been an astrologer for 40 years. So we have a podcast called Mom and Me Astrology, where we talk uh, weekly about what's been going on in the news um, and things about the different signs. Awesome. And Julian, how can folks find you? Uh, I have a website called LondonAstrologer.com. Uh, so find me there. I, I, at the moment, I'm doing um, I'm, I'm writing a thing called a weekly almanac, which you might like to sign up for. It's a free it's a free newsletter, um, and it's a slight, it's approaching uh, horoscope slightly differently. So it, it's more detailed, more astrological, um, and uh, and I hope you might find that interesting. I'm writing my book. Um, I give lectures. Um, I teach astrology. And I'm the chairman of my local group because I'm over here in England, across the pond. But um, but I, I do have uh, my, my I I'm, I have an American wife, and my daughter was born in Tennessee as well. And you know uh, we're going to come back eventually, I think, one day. <laughs> I love but, it. Uh, and uh, and and I'm going to um, drive an RV around America giving lectures at all the astrology groups <laughs> I, love and, uh, it. And I, I might do that before actually hopefully when my book's published you know i'm going to do all the astrology so i'll do all the all the astrology groups then so you'll get to meet me then eventually you know i'm, I'm planning on sort of trying to do that sometime in the next year or two so Oh, that'll be so fun. I want to have a Buddhist biohacker food truck. This is my yeah. new thing. I went to culinary school, for those of you guys who don't know, and actually worked in restaurants before I ever did my psychic work. And um, I'm like, totally going to take Buddhist biohacker on the road and make food and do readings while I'm cooking or whatever. I don't even know, but it'll be fun. That's fun. That's <laughs> right? That sounds so fun. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kate and Julian for being here. Thank you for everybody thank you. watching and we will see you guys soon. And hopefully you guys will definitely come back because I think there's a lot more we can talk about. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks guys. Have a good day. Super.